Please welcome from Raleigh, North Carolina, Diamonds Living the Dream, Mike and Susan Bundy! Y'all having fun? Well, we are going to wrap it up tonight for you and uh, give you a few more nuggets. And uh, that's the thing about these weekends. You don't, uh, you don't really know what to expect if it's your first time. But we are Mike and Susan Bundy. And uh, we actually live in Punta Gorda, Florida. We also have a house in Raleigh, North Carolina. And uh, we are excited about being here. Our uh, sponsors are Larry and Pam Winters. And to give you a little... Uh, Insight. I was the first person that Larry ever showed the plan to and sponsored. And uh, you probably would have gotten in too if you'd seen the plan because he did the first QI and didn't know it, okay? Um, he was there about, I think it took about 10 minutes and he made up about nine minutes of it. Yeah, because he was, mom and dad were having food and I need to go and you need to listen real quick. And it was real simple. You got into, he said, look, you find six people. Each of you, each of you sell about $100 and you make $1,200 a month. Well, I went to higher, I mean, I went to, you know, local uh, high school, Billbrook High School in Raleigh. I also went to uh, a technical college for a couple, three years. And so I had the equivalent of two high school diplomas. So I could figure it out real quick that that would work. You know, you, I could make that work. So, and that was how we got started. And uh, I don't know, I'm going to let Susan start first, though. Backgrounds, uh, I used to work for United Parcel Service, which now is called UPS. And, uh, you know, nobody could spell United Parcel Service, I guess. I don't know, but UPS. And uh, Susan used to own a restaurant. Uh, we have two kids that are both uh, in the business, and uh, they're grown-ups, or they're supposed to be anyway. And, uh, you know, life is really, really good, and we're having a lot of fun. And uh, we're going to kind of give you a little insight on what we see and where, where this business is going. But before I start, I wanted to pass the microphone to my bride, my diamond bride, Miss Susan. Thank you, honey. Hi. Good evening. I'll tell you what. I, this will get filtered out, but um, there's no way you can match the last couple. And I will tell you what, it's not that we don't have stories like that, but if we were to tell those and they came out on a CD, I'm not sure what our two young adult children would do to us. I don't, I'm, I can't imagine, I'm, I'm picturing our son who is 6'6 and incredibly thin and just, you know, rides bikes and goes to the gym and is just, you know, muscular and everything. And I'm thinking about telling a story about a wet, poopy diaper about him. Uh-uh. Would it make it? You know, mom would be off of his list. So, uh, you know, but the fun thing I have to say about our daughter is she has loved every single minute of this business. Um, they both have. They were raised in this thought process, and uh, just like Matt and Elena were saying, you know, it's who you surround yourself with, and you don't think about it because you're busy raising your children, if that's what you're doing, or, you know, you're just trying to grow up yourself and you wonder who you should be hanging out with. Well, what they said is exactly true. 
If you surround yourself and your kids with people that have the uh, character that the people have in this business, you are going to have wonderful grown-ups, young grown-ups to have a conversation with. Isn't that amazing? We actually can converse with our kids, and it's really great. But uh, our daughter is... uh, doing a Christian ministry now for young women, true daughters. It's really exciting for her. This is an amazing time. She has stepped out on unbelievable faith. Honestly, I'm not sure. Yeah, well, you step out in faith in the business too, but it is, it is really amazing what's going on there and the people and the young women that she's affecting and how she's changing herself. And she said she's really glad that her, her parents have done what they've done because she can live in the overflow. So <laughs> it's been kind of fun. But anyway, you know, this is the first function that I ever came to when Mike and I, actually before we were even married. And for me personally, this function locked me in. And this is why. My dad and his two brothers and my mom's six brothers were all in service to our country. I remember their stories. I remember my dad's leather flight jacket with the fur collar. I remember a small box that he kept in his chest of drawers. And it had his Air Force medals in it from the war. For me, it was part of growing up. The service stories, the Pledge of Allegiance, the flag, they were all part of me growing up as a child. So when this business meeting opened, the first one that I came to with the pledge and a prayer and a color guard, I can tell you I was hooked. And each branch of the armed service was named. They played the appropriate song for that branch. And the men in the audience stood up and were recognized. And we honored them with applause. It meant a lot to me to be in a business that put our amazing free country first. I just felt good about the people I heard. They came from all different backgrounds, just like you've heard already tonight. We're all different ages. We come from all different parts of the country. We had all different kinds of upbringing and parents. We went to different kinds of schools. We had, some of us had a lot of brothers and sisters. Some of us had, you know, were only children. That was me. You know, we are all different. However, we have worked hard and we have all overcome challenges. And the neat thing about it is, is a lot of those people in that room over there, they are either winning or they've already won. They are independent business owners and they are taking care and providing for themselves and their families and their extended families. They are helping their own people. They help other people by giving them their time, their friendship, and knowledge, and money. They help people with a hand up, not a hand out. That 
is what your upline will do for you. I was hooked, not only by Mike, (laughs) but by this business and all that you could achieve through it. If you are still trying to decide what level of this business to work towards, don't wait. Don't until yourself. Stop waiting until school's done. You get married. You get organized. By the way, that'll never happen. You clean off your desk. In my case, that probably won't happen either. (laughs) Until spring comes. Until your friends understand. There is no better time than right now to get involved in this business. Right now is one of the best environments for you to become involved in what we have. Make the business fun. This journey will have its ups and downs. It'll have its struggles and victories. But you know what? Life does too if you're not here in this business. Don't look back at your should-haves. Look forward to your could-haves. I'm glad I stepped out on faith with Mike and didn't wait until, until the kids grew up or until I sold my restaurant or until I understood everything about the business and how to build it and put the, you know, put a plus sign here, put a negative there, do this with this person, do that. How does this work? How do you get, how do you incentivize people? What do you do, you know, with the business? I just needed to know it all. No, you don't. Just build it. We just worked at it a little bit every day and made friendships along the way. We stayed positive and we built relationships. We worked on ourselves by reading and CDs, just like you heard everybody else talk about. And we listened to our upline, Larry and Pam, and we built relationships. Along the way, my dream of making a difference to someone came true. We have a great team of people. My ladies are absolutely, incredibly amazing and awesome. They stretch me every single day. The LTD team is a great group of people, and they want every one of you to succeed. You will see that success tomorrow night when you get to hear Terry and Lori Taylor New LTD Diamonds. Stop waiting. Step over that line. Come join us. We are waiting to welcome you. And now here's my best mentor and friend, Michael. Thank you, honey. Very good. I don't, I don't even know if we can, uh, you know, Gary comes up here and he's talking about history and, you know, get you living on the on the ship with the pilgrims, and then, uh, you know, then Matt's up here talking about, you know, his kids. I think he lives in a shoe or something with all the kids he's got. Do you think? <laughs> or it may be that he's uh, it's a clothing-optional house. I'm not sure, but <laughs> that or, that or it's, maybe you guys are thinking maybe we're going to wait on the family a little bit after all those stories, right? How many of y'all, this is your first, we call it Summit 08, but it's, it's the function that we put on in the September, October time uh, 
zone this time of year where we recognize new diamonds, new LTD diamonds. How many of y'all, this is your first time ever at one of these events? Could you just yell real quick? <laughs> well, I just wanted to make sure who I was talking to, and I want to kind of relate to y'all tonight for a little bit, because I remember my first function was this function, recognizing diamonds. I'd been in the business maybe two or three weeks, excited, had no clue. Larry didn't, you know, I hadn't listened to a lot of CDs at that time. At that time, they were cassette tapes, and if you Google them, you can figure out what those are. They're right there between eight tracks and reel-to-reel, I think. But uh, I was just, I heard all these people on stage. I had no idea who they were. I just knew that they were talking different than uh, the people that I had hung around with at UPS. I also know that uh, when I... uh, came to the first weekend and uh, I started understanding, you know, what, what's so special about these people that have broken six platinum legs. And tomorrow night when you hear, uh, you know, Terry and Lori's story and what they've, what they've done and, and what they've been able to persevere through and the victories they've got, it inspired me. It inspired me to the fact that I could find people just like they found them that wanted to make money. That, you know, I wasn't the only person, you know, Larry and I sitting in a booth years ago thinking, you know, this thing isn't working as fast as we want it to work, and we're sitting in a, in a 24-hour restaurant uh, breakfast place in Raleigh going, there's got to be somebody else in this city who wants to go and be at least a platinum. There's got to be somebody at least wants to live like a diamond. We can't be the only two people left that went, you know, this thing is a good deal. And obviously we weren't. And obviously you're not, because you have a dream. And that's what this is all about. It's to let you know the possibility and what does diamond mean to you? That's what you've got to figure out. What, you know, why are you building this business? That's a huge thing that you've got to figure out. And one of the things that I figured out was is that, uh, you know, the time and the money, the freedom, the personal freedom that you get living in this free society. And I also wanted to get respected by the people I respected. And so that was a couple of things that just really got me fired up because I wanted to know that. And I didn't understand that, though, because... Before this business, you know, I didn't have any real mentors. Uh, you know, I was going along the corporate ladder and, and the managers would tell me, if you, you know, do this, do this, and I'm going to, you know, you're going to, we're going to go up the corporate ladder, we'll take care of you. But their lifestyles and, and all the things that they had going on, I didn't even, it, it, I didn't know any differently. I thought everybody lived like that because they didn't have any, they were morally corrupt. They didn't have any uh, standards. And, uh, you know, when, when in this country, I didn't know anything about having your own business when I first saw this. I thought about going and getting a good education, if there's such a thing, and go get a job, you know, a good job, if there's such a thing. And, uh, you know, and, and just go down, down through the, uh, you know, get, get things along the way, have a family, and then someday retire and not really have any purpose. And then I got involved with these people, and I just wanted to... To, to, I heard the stories you're hearing tonight and tomorrow night, and I was like, wow, I want this. I want to have, I want to be part of this. I want to, I've really figured out after about a year of being around the business that this is what I was supposed to do with my life. And so after that point, everything started falling together. Now, it didn't happen as fast as I wanted to happen. It took a while to build the business like, you know, because we didn't have the system in place we have today. But, you know, it's kind of crazy when you think back how fast time flies. Um, I got involved in this business. I was 23 years old, and I'll tell you how that happened in just a few minutes. But 
you know, literally that was, uh, you know, the last time I punched a clock at United Parcel Service or UPS today is what? It was December 24th, 1987. And so you start thinking about, can you, can you flush your job if you want to? Absolutely. Can you have an incredible life? Yes, you can. And that's what I saw. I saw time and money. I saw being around people that were doing things. And, and I didn't see that at UPS. And it wasn't that it was a bad company, but they just, it was limited to what you could have or do based on the fact that, well, the company had their rules and the union had their rules. And, and you know, you, luckily you just stayed somewhere, you know, in between there to, to, to keep your business, to keep your job. And so what I, I started understanding is that I wanted to have personal and economic freedom. So I had to decide who I was going to listen to. I had to decide if the people on this stage, the people in my upline that wanted me to grow, they were talking and saying things totally different than things I was hearing at the job, things that I'd learned in school. And I had to decide who I was going to listen to. And I just decided based on what I saw, the lifestyle they had, what they believed, their lives, their families, their, their, their marriages, I decided that, hey, I'm just going to, I'm going to latch on and do this. And so you look at, well, Mike, how did you make it? I just never missed a function, and I just, did a, and I just continued to do little things on a regular basis. I remember hearing that on a, on a, on a tape years ago, and uh, I heard this, this lady go, she said, well, we just did a little bit every day, you know, and they had a, a huge business, and I'm like, you know, I was trying to do something, and, and, and it, it seemed like everything I was doing, I was getting no results from, and so it was very frustrating. But when you think back about, you know, when I look at all of the, the time and effort spent, very few of the things that I did were actually productive. But you know what? I had, I had six good meetings. I had six good meetings that people got in that went platinum and above, and that, that made a lifestyle go really, really good. And so, you know, you don't look at all of that. That's all of that is, is the, uh, the journey. And so just like what Matt was talking about, you, you're going to experience some crazy, crazy things. And so what I had to decide was, you know, what was going to motivate me? You know, you guys may have heard about, uh, you know, you need to get your dream out in front of you. Maybe you, you know, your refrigerator, hopefully you've got some things that you want to have happen in your life and cars and houses and tangible things. Put them on your refrigerator. And when you put them on your refrigerator, just make sure it's exactly what you want. Because if you continue to keep them on the refrigerator and continue to build this business, you'll get every one of those things. But it wasn't the positive stuff that, uh, you know, that I was all, you know, whoop-de-doo about. Really what happened was it was the negative things that, that UPS was really good at. You know, in this business, I learned PMA, positive mental attitude. Well, UPS did not use that in any way, shape, or form. It was all negative motivation. And so their job was to let you know how many other people would take your job from you if you didn't want it. And so they were constantly letting you know that you could be replaced. And so that was their way of being able to leverage you and make you. And so by the, to, to get that and keep that focused, you know, every time I had something, an event happen, I would put it on the refrigerator so I didn't forget. And I remember one of the events, they had, you know, several rules. They have lots of rules. It's a company, you know, you work at a company, there's lots of rules. And uh, one of them was in the, in the package car, delivery car, truck, whatever you'd call it, there's a door in the front behind the driver and you're always supposed to keep that closed when you're not in the truck or if the truck is moving. Well, I got caught without having that shut and so 
they decided that it was not just a, you know, don't, don't do it again. It was because of the circumstances. They have to send you a certified letter in the mail stating that, you know, you have broken a rule, number 4921, whatever. And, you know, this is going to happen. And if this happens again, you're going to get time off without pay and yada, yada, yada. And so instead of throwing it away in disgust, I proudly displayed that in the middle of my refrigerator, gang. Because I'm telling you, there's nothing more motivating than something you do not want to have somebody have over you, which is telling you how you're going to do this and how you're going to do that. And I know it's all for the quote-unquote safety of you and people around you, but I needed to find some motivation. And my company was gladly willing to give it to me on a regular basis. So I uh, used that. So when I was able to go into to the, my boss man on the last day I was going to work and handed him a handed in my uh, resignation letter, that was a sweet, sweet revenge. It really was. Because I, when I first saw this business, I didn't think that was a possibility. I only saw a few hundred bucks. I saw, well, maybe I might be able to hit this platinum thing, but I had no idea we were ever going to have a large organization because, quite frankly, when I first saw this, most of my friends didn't get involved. So I had to go out there and retool and rethink and get restarted. But you know what? If you look back, 2020, you know, uh, hindsight's 2020, and I think I made the right decision. But let me tell you why I think you've made the right decision in the few minutes I have left. One of the things that you have not maybe have noticed is the fact that um, the economy's getting a little sluggish. Have you all heard that? Heard that there's a few little banking issues, financial issues. A lot of companies are kind of scared. All things are. And so they're talking about the fact that we might be in a thing called a recession. And that it might get worse before it gets better. And you might be going, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? I'm going to lose my job, blah, blah, blah. And that's if you listen to everybody outside this building. What I'm here to remind you is, is you have the answer. You have a business that is, is backed by a corporation who's privately held, that's debt-free, does billions and billions of dollars worldwide, that isn't affected by what happens in the banking or Wall Street, because they aren't. That's number one. Number two is you have an incredible, that's right, and then you have an incredible team of leaders, this LTD team, that has put together a system that's very duplicatable, that you can build it anywhere in the country or anywhere in the world. And it is, you bring people in, in, in this business and you can help them make as little or as much money as they want. And it's simple to the point, And it is something that a lot of people are going to need. And so you're in a point where when the economy gets bad, this business becomes a number one. You don't want to not go out there and talk to people. You don't want to be an undercover agent. You want to be someone who's bold because, you know what, there's going to be a lot of people out there who have no idea what they're going to do, who may need to make a few hundred or a few thousand, and they have no idea what they're going to do, and you have the answer. And you know why I know you have the answer? Because I'm going to tell you the last story is this. When I worked at UPS, when I first started there, I'd been working five or six years. I was going up the corporate ladder. They told me, oh, you're on the fast track. You're going to take care of this. I was working all these extra hours, making everybody I could look good so I could, you know, move up the ladder because they knew I could handle the work. They just weren't sure I could handle the money. Yeah, you know, that's right. And, uh, but what I figured out was is that this thing, 
the, the last time the economy kind of got this bad was when Jimmy Carter was office in the late 70s. And so I just thought back the other day and realized that when I was getting ready to go into management at United Parcel Service and, and make that big leap, and uh, I had to go and, and drive for a little bit longer through Christmas, and I was ready to, to sell out to the company. And at that point, it was the third year of Jimmy Carter's administration. It was when the economy bottom had fallen out, interest rates had gone up, you know, 18 percent, gasoline lines, the whole deal. But I was naive. I was in my early 20s. I was working. I had some money in my pocket. I didn't care what was going on in the world. All I was doing was, hey, I've got a good job. I'm going to have some fun on the weekends, blah, blah, blah. And what I didn't realize was, is I, my job was going to be affected. And so because of the economy, they decided that they weren't going to allow me to move up to the next level. I couldn't go back to where I was. <clears throat> so after about six years with the company, I got laid off. After they told me they had my back, you know, everything's good. I got to sit at home and try to figure out how to work part-time, several jobs to pay my bills for about six to seven months. And then they brought me back part-time working, you know, midnight shift, early morning shift, whatever, just the worst jobs possible. And then about the time August came around, it had been about eight or nine months, all of a sudden they gave me a little better job and I was able to start, you know, going back to almost normal. But I was very betrayed, I was very angry, I was very hurt. I didn't understand what had happened in the economy. I just know that I thought that I was valuable. I thought that I had done something and was something that they could, that this was someplace I could, you know, trust and be part of. 30 days later, Larry Winters calls me about this business. If I hadn't had that happen, if the economy hadn't been bad, if all these things hadn't happened, I would not have been in this business today. Because I had a good job. Larry, you're working at the car wash. I understand you might want to make some money, but I'm on the fast track. I'm glad it happened at 23 and not 53. But jobs are always temporary, and when the economy goes up and the economy goes down, what's so cool is this business is solid because people have to have what we got. We've got all sorts of things. Most people are going to brush their teeth on a regular basis. Most people are going to use deodorant. Most people are going to, uh, you know, drink excess. They're going, to, they're going to do all the things that we do, and it isn't going to matter if they have a lot of income or not. They have to have these staples. So why not support your own business rather than going to some other place? And that's what it's all about, gang. And I know this, is that you're in a situation that we're coming in the next few months and longer probably where we're going to have the only game in town. We've got a, a, a business that's solid. It's not pie in the sky. It's not, any, it's, it's not a mystery. We can tell you exactly what you're going to have to do to make the money you want to make. And it's A, B, C, D. And that's what you all know. And you have it. You have it in your hands. You have the answer. The thing is, first off, you have to recognize that you have the answer, that you have a business. You have the same business, a better business than I have. You have the same business as your upline does. You have the same circles. You have the same product lines, and you have it in your hands. All you have to do is get proud of what you've got. It doesn't matter if it only took a few hundred bucks to get involved. You have a multi-million dollar business.
backed by a billion dollar corporation. And I'm telling you, gang, if you get excited about this, you are going to blow the doors off this. We're going to go to 100,000. You know, you look at, well, you know, years ago I learned to, to develop positive mental attitude. I learned to develop, you know, look for the strawberry in every situation. And with all the economy and all the election and all this stuff going on, guess what? We have the answer. And if you understand it, you're going to win. And so if you want to make the hyper leap and have your business and you look back at this time and go, and you're standing up here 12, 18, 24 months from now as a brand new diamond, it'll be because you took advantage of this time when the economy's in a point where people aren't sure about, you know, what's real and what's solid, you've got a solid answer. So we're excited about it. You're going to see your future tomorrow night. And when we celebrate the Taylors' brand new diamonds, I hope you see yourself up here because that's what I did. I pictured myself up here. I was willing to take the journey and get diamond done. So we want you to be here. We're looking forward to hearing your story. God bless and good night. While the techniques and approaches suggested here have worked for others, no one can guarantee that these techniques and approaches will work for you. We believe the ideas presented here will assist you in developing a strong and profitable business. In addition, we want to emphasize that success in this business does not come without hard work. While emphasis is put on the use of business support materials and participation in the system, it must be noted that use of these materials and system participation is optional and does not guarantee success. The views expressed herein are those of the speaker alone and do not necessarily reflect the views of LTD or Amway Global. Contained within this CD-DVD document are suggestions based on the success of others. There are no guarantees that following these suggestions will lead to the same or similar successes. It is the responsibility of each IBO to determine which of these suggestions will best support the achievement of his or her goals. Purchase of this product is optional and subject to the refund policy for business support materials. Purchase of future business tools can be discontinued at any time. The success depicted in this profile may reflect income from sources other than Amway Global, such as earnings from the sale of professional development materials or other businesses and investments. Private franchising refers to a business method that is similar to traditional franchise in terms of support, but is not actually a franchise. It is unencumbered by the typical constraints of fees, territories, etc. For existing IBOs only and is not authorized for use with prospects. The success of Amway Global Business does not come through the act of registering IBOs, nor do IBOs earn any income by registering others. The movement of product to IBOs and customers is essential to earning any income in this business. This material is intended to teach one aspect of building an Amway Global Business, registering IBOs, with the other aspect being the movement of products to IBOs or customers.